Hello, welcome to another episode of the Just Some Magic podcast. I am your host, Morgan, and here on Just Some Magic, we like to share people's most magical moments in and out of the theme parks. So if you're waiting for your next vacation or you're on your way to work wishing to be going to a more magical place, this is the podcast for you. Today's guest is calling all the way from Belgium. She has a wonderful magical moment from Disneyland Paris. Her magical moment just keeps building and building and getting better to a grand surprise. Also, be sure to listen for the special thing that they do at Disneyland Paris that they don't typically do at the U.S. parks that I found really, really cool and unique. We have episodes every Monday and Thursday, so be sure to subscribe so you never miss a single episode. And lastly, if you have a magical moment that you would like to share, please go to justsomemagic.com and click on the Share Your Magic button. I can't wait to read all your stories, but now on with the show. Everybody, so uh, today's guest is calling in all the way from Europe. She is in Belgium, and she is in a passionate annual pass holder for Disneyland Paris. We want to welcome Mimi. Hi, Mimi. How are you today? Hi, Morgan. I'm doing great. I hope you're doing great, too. Thank you so much for having me. I am so excited to have you on, and it is currently 10 a.m. in Orlando right now. And what time is it there where you're at? It's 4 p.m. here, Central Europe. Yeah. That is so fun. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) It is. So you're calling all the way from Belgium, which is so cool. It's so exciting. I didn't know you were in Belgium. I was like, that's amazing. Ah." (laughs) So you're going to be sharing with us a magical moment today. Would you kind of give a little teaser of what this magical moment you're going to share with us? Yes. So the magical moment I'm going to share is, of course, in my home park, Disneyland Paris. And it's actually going to be about why and how I got my annual pass. There's a lot of pixie dust moments around it. You'll see um it's one of my most cherished um, magical moments i can't wait for you guys to hear mimi's story but before we get into all of it so i kind of want to talk about briefly like i found you on instagram your instagram is so cute oh thank you want to share your instagram yes my instagram is at lanterns and snowflakes yeah that's my instagram and what is the meaning behind it is it uh, based off of certain princesses by any chance yes so my favorite favorite movies are um, Tangled and Frozen. They mean a lot to me. So when I was thinking about an Instagram name, I was like, wait, uh, I really want to incorporate my two favorite movies. So Lanterns is for Tangled and Snowflakes is for Frozen. Ah, I love it. And are they your favorite princesses or just your favorite movies? Uh, Rapunzel is my favorite princess. Yes. She's pretty awesome. We got to say. She is amazing. Yeah. Yes. So you're in Belgium. How far away is that uh, from Disneyland Paris? Yeah. So I live on the whole other side side of Belgium so not close to the French border I live four hours away by car and by train from Disneyland Paris so it's a long journey so I don't go as often when I can because it's closed now 
mm-hmm. but when I can, I try to go at least once in two months. But yeah, I'm four hours away. At least you're close enough that it's a train ride. You don't have to take a plane to get there. So that's good. Yeah, that's true. That's um, very handy that uh, it's just a train ride, like you said. And it's also very easy to go by car. That's pretty cool, too. (laughs) That is so awesome. And so you have a little bit of an accent. Yeah, not really. So Belgium is actually divided in two big areas. It's like the... Flemish side, so I speak mm-hmm. Flemish. It's a, actually Dutch. Oh, Dutch! Okay. And then there is the other side, which is the French side. Ooh. So at school, we of course learned French as our second language. I'm not that good at it, but mm-hmm. um, yeah, my first language is actually Dutch because Belgium is also against the Netherlands, and uh-huh. I live very closely to the Netherlands, so we speak Dutch. That is so cool. Okay, so Dutch is your first language. French yeah. is your second language, even though you're you're not as fluent as, as you like no, to be. And then my, you... my English is way better. <laughs> yes, it sounds way better. I like I told you um before we started recording, I was like, it sounds so good. And you were saying something really cool that I didn't know about when you were learning in school. Yeah. Um so at school we of course also got English and we actually get like the British English. That's mm-hmm. what we learn. But of course, when you watch TV and series where you actually learn the more amount of English, that's mm-hmm. actually American English. So my accent is actually a mix between those because I mix them up because I actually learn both. So sometimes some words I pronounce in British English and sometimes in American English. It really depends on which word it is, actually. That is so fascinating and <laughs> so cool. I am really excited for you to share your story with your amazing accent and whatnot. Before we get into that, I'm going to ask you some fun questions so we can kind of get to know Mimi a little better. So the first question, and you've listened to the podcast before. Thank you for that. (laughs) Yes, I did. Um, (laughs) um, So you know what this question is, but why do you love Disney? Well, this is always very hard when I get that question as Disney is actually pretty much a feeling for me. And of course, like everyone else, Disney, you just you just grow up with it. I always watched the movies and I'm a very imaginative. I I was always a kid who had a lot of imagination. So Mm -hmm. I always wanted to be the characters. I acted like those characters. I pretended like I was those characters. I don't know. I just loved Disney so much as a kid, especially the movies. Then after a few years, when I was like becoming a teenager, I think 12 years, it kind of started to fade away. I think a lot of people have this phase where they're like in the denial phase. Oh, <laughs> like, oh, no, like, not Disney. Like, you know, you're growing up to <laughs> high school. We call it middle school. Um, but I did always love fairy tales and like, I always referred myself to a dreamer. Aww. So it was always there. And I knew that Disney was hidden somewhere inside me. I just didn't really know it. So after a few years, I think I was 15, and this is literally how I became obsessed again, was when I was on YouTube and I suddenly came across the Disney songs from the princesses and I started like listening to them. I was like, oh, I want to listen to them again because it's so nostalgic. So I listened to those and I immediately fell in love again. And then I just watched all the movies over again and I, got, I just started to 
get dreams of Disneyland Paris, which is really weird, but I will get into that during my magical moment. But yeah, that's kind of how I started to become a Disney fanatic again. And what Disney actually means to me is that it's, of course, a getaway. It's to get away from the reality. And as I said, it's kind of a feeling that I get when I'm at the park, watching the movies. I get that warm feeling. And I just know that it's something more than just movies, a park or anything else. Oh my goodness, that is a beautiful answer. Oh my goodness, you described it so well. I was getting like excited and like my emotions were high <laughs> when you were describing it. Like, oh, I, I love it for that reason too. Oh my goodness. Yeah. And which parks have you visited? You mentioned Disneyland Paris. That's the only one. Yeah, we got to get you over to the U.S. parks. Yes, I really do. Once everything's um, good and better from the pandemic and stuff, but we got to get you over here. So if you had to pick between Disneyland and Disney World, which one would you rather go to first? Disneyland, just because it's the OG Disney park. And oh. <laughs> like Disney World, it's still because Disney Paris as a lot of people know, it's not that big. I mean, it's big enough. But I think that I would be too overwhelmed if I did Disney World first. Yeah. So I think I want to do Disneyland first just because it's the original and I think has the most magic to it like th that's what I think that's a good plan that's actually something really intentional because like I just had my friends come from Disneyland over to Disney World and it was James's first time and he was like this is so much bigger and just like the endurance you have to have to go three yeah. to four park days full days doing like seven to twelve miles like walking around it's a lot so. and a lot more planning too I think because oh for sure yeah because like all the transport you can take to go to each park you have to know those where to go so yeah I think that just takes a lot more planning oh definitely it's almost like you have to study up to go to Disney World yeah, exactly oh my gosh and I live here and I'm still kind of getting used to the transition from Disneyland to Disney World and like how <laughs> things run and how things do mm -hmm. okay so we got to get you over here as soon as possible yes <laughs> my next question is not necessarily your favorite character but what character do you most identify with that you're most similar to oh okay so first the princess answer <laughs> as I yes. said Rapunzel is my favorite princess Rapunzel is my favorite princess and why because she is very creative like I am she tries to go out of her comfort zone like I do and ever since I saw Tangled I always like related to her so much definitely Rapunzel then mm -hmm. another princess not, not really a princess she's the queen Elsa like the introverted side I can be very down to earth and introverted around people I don't really know so a little bit of Elsa and then the third one which isn't like a royal is Silvermist from the Disney fairies oh yeah. no one said her yes yeah, Silvermist because I am very caring around my friends and Silvermist is very caring for her friends too so I think it's Silvermist a little bit that is so sweet I think the Tinkerbell fairy films on like Disney plus and I think they were on Netflix originally they're actually pretty cute and they're very underrated like they're not just kids movies like they actually have like yes. some good story to them so I'm glad you've seen them because I've seen them too <laughs> I love them so much and I actually am doing a um, cosplay group with all the fairies 
Oh my goodness. Yeah, we were originally planning on doing that last year for the Halloween party in Disneyland Paris, but of course that one got canceled. So yeah, we still have to go and come together as all the fairies. Uh, I am Tinkerbell, by the way, if you want to (laughs) know. And you're like, I got that. Yes, I got that down. (laughs) Yeah, so uh, I love the Tinkerbell movies, like the Disney fairy movies. I love them. Cute. And so I'm glad you've seen the Tinkerbell movies and like TV show. I don't don't know if they're... Yeah, Tinkerbell movies, because they're not really a TV series. But. Well, I've heard, I haven't seen that, but I heard there is like a mini series somewhere. Ooh. Like, I've seen a few on YouTube. They are on there if you want to see those. But there, there are some like mini series of like two minutes long. I've never Ooh. seen those on TV or I don't know where they come from, but uh-huh. they do exist. Okay, well, I'll have to go look that up for sure. Also, I need to get you in touch with my friend Naomi, who was on episode two of my podcast. She got a huge group together for D23, which is the Disney convention, for those that are listening that don't know. And she did all the fairies. And my friend Naomi, who's very, very tall, specifically did Queen Clarion. Is that her name? Yes, that's her name. Yes. Oh, that's amazing. And she had all of her friends really short and she had these platform shoes on and she's like towering over everybody. So the proportions of everything looked right and it was so great. So I'll have to show you that to get give you some extra inspiration for sure. My goodness, that's so cool. Okay, so my next question is, if you could work any role at a Disney park, what role would it be and why? Ooh, so... It has always been a dream of me to work for entertainment as I am an actress myself. I love acting, singing, dancing, everything around it. And I just love the princesses. So it has always been a dream of mine to be friends with a princess. Actually, I'm trying to make that dream come true, but not in Disneyland Paris. Oh. Yeah. So not a lot of people know this, but I am uh, right now working on a project, the big project. And that is actually that I'm going to start a party princess company. Oh, you definitely should. You would be so perfect. (laughs) Thank you. Back to the question. If I could work for Disney at any like job, I would definitely pick entertainment. Oh, you'd be so great at that. You have a very bubbly personality, and I think that would be very well hanging out with friends of characters and whatnot. So that would be so cool. Oh, thank you so much. So do you like meeting characters when you're at the parks, or are you more a parade person or ride person? Oh, I definitely love meeting the characters. I think it's one of my favorite things to do. Do you get nervous meeting characters, or are you pretty comfortable around them? pretty comfortable actually I am not really a person who gets nervous pretty easily don't really I just go up to them sometimes I have some questions ready but yeah I just love doing that and I feel very comfortable while doing so that is fantastic because you know a lot of people get nervous meeting characters and my biggest tip for Mm -hmm. them is have a question you want to ask that character before you go up because it gets very nerve-wracking you know meeting your favorite character even as an adult you're just like uh I don't know what to say yes and they'll ask you be like oh what have you done today and you literally forget everything you've done you're like oh I I went to Disney (laughs) like that's true that is so true or like another tip uh for those um if you maybe are a pin collector or a plush collector like having a pin 
or a plush related to that character is a good conversation starter. Yes. Oh, and you can show them and then they get yes. all excited. Or they just oh. start talking about it. Like if you don't know what to say, they will reference like something you're wearing or you have something that you have with you. Well, that's a great idea. We'll add that to the list. Oh, okay. So the reason I ask if you like characters is what two or more characters would you love to see interact with each other that typically don't interact with each other that aren't from the same movie? Ooh, well, I think if you put Rapunzel, of course, my favorite princess again, Rapunzel together with, yeah, I think if you put her together with Anna, that would be such a funny duo. Oh, for sure. I think those two together. Yes. And let me think another one. I've heard like, um, I was just listening to your podcast and uh, there was like a conversation about putting characters together. And Mm -hmm. I think you mentioned like Gaston and Meg. Oh, yes. I think I believe that was my friend Ashley because she dressed up as Meg for the Valentine's Day party. I believe I I can't remember what episode, but yeah. Yeah. Gaston was just so funny or she dressed up as Ariel and she met Jack Sparrow and he was like you're not gonna sing are you like (laughs) worried about Ariel and stuff so oh I love that those are good so another character question since you are a big fan of characters I usually kind of do one or two of these um what is a character that you would stop everything and go run to if you saw them as like a character walking around Disneyland Paris right now that would be Mickey just Mickey because you know I haven't been to the park since August which for me is a long time so I think if I would see Mickey I would just drop all my things and run to him if it's if I can of course um yeah because Mickey you know it's he is something else he is just special not going to the park not being there for a while you just need a hug from mickey definitely oh i i am i love him so much he's just the best guy ever yes he is okay my next question is you could have any parade float as your car to get around say to get to disneyland paris which parade float would you want to have oh there are so many amazing parade floats i think Of course, here I am again. Tangled float from Festival of Fantasy. I oh, love that one. With all the ruffians and yes. um, Maximus and Flynn. Oh, so great. I love that too. Yeah, I, I love that one. Or like in Disneyland Paris, we have now a Stars on Parade, which has those little carriages with like those horses at the front. Mm-hmm. They're very small. And it's I think it's for Belle, Cinderella and Rapunzel who have one of those. And they're very small floats, but they're so cute. So I think I pick one of those as well. Oh, those are cute. I think I have seen like a snippet of that parade, but I need to go on YouTube and watch the whole thing. Okay, here's another one. If you were an enchanted object in the Beast Castle, what enchanted object would you be and why? Ooh, that is so hard. (laughs) I think my first choice would be one of Chip's sisters. I think that is cute. Or let me think, this is such a hard question. I definitely want to be something that can move around as I like to explore. So maybe like, is it called a trinket? Like um, something on wheels. I don't know how you say it. Like a cart. Like a little cart. Like a little like bar cart kind of thing. Like that would take all the food to the 
be our guest scene. Okay, perfect. And yeah. you, you're very kind and helpful. Yeah, of course. I would like serve drinks, help everyone that needs something. And I have wheels uh, so I can just explore the castle ever I go, just rolling around. Oh, that is such a good answer. I love it. Talking about cars and trade vehicles and it takes you four hours to get there. So say you were bringing a car full of kids, driving the four hours to Disneyland Paris and you could only listen to one soundtrack on repeat, what soundtrack would it be? The one I love listening to is from mm-hmm. Tangled, the series. Oh, her theme song? Okay, the whole soundtrack. So yeah, all the songs from Tangled, the series. Like the whole soundtrack of that. Oh, perfect. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, the whole soundtrack from Tangled, the series, because it is so adventurous, and it has so many different kind of songs in it, like slow songs, very uh, happy, great songs. And yeah, I, I can listen hours and hours to that soundtrack that's a very underrated series too like I had a friend like get me into it and I was like oh this is really cute it is so good (laughs) all right I will do one more question if you could have any Disney animal sidekick as a pet which one would you choose Hmm. well I've always loved Sven the reindeer Ah, he is amazing I love him And then, of course, Pascal, because Mm -hmm. if you watched the series, then you really know how amazing Pascal is. He is literally the one who saves the day and who literally saves the whole series. I haven't finished it, so I need to, I need no spoilers. (laughs) I won't spoil anything, but yeah, Pascal. That is so good. Again, everybody needs to listen or watch the Tangled series. It's available on Disney Plus. Great music. Um, Really quick opinion question. So you've seen the Tangled series. What do you think of them calling her Raps for short instead of Punzi? Well, I think Raps is a nickname that Cassandra gives her. So it's really Mm -hmm. something between her and Cassandra. But I do like Punzi more than Raps. Yeah, I think so too. I feel like if I see her in the parks, I'm like... Bunzy, oh look it. And and like raps I don't feel like is as cute and elegant, but that's a good perspective of yeah, Cassandra, her lady yeah. waiting, as those that don't know, um, shows up and she's very helpful to Rapunzel and protects her. So Yeah, and she's also very cool. So it does fit her. Like when she says reps, it does fit her personality as well. Thank you so much, Mimi, for answering all of those fun questions. I really appreciate all your beautiful and creative answers. I love them. They're so unique. They're very great. (laughs) I love answering those. (laughs) Perfect. And now I'll let you take it away and share your most magical moment. Yes, of course. So um, it all started back in 2017 so that's almost four years ago and it was the first time going back to Disneyland Paris I haven't been there in like eight years I think the last time I was there I was like nine or something so yeah so I went back after eight years of not going so again I was 17 at that time Um, And as I said, like my love for Disney started to come back at the age around like 15 or something. So from that age, I really wanted to go back to Disneyland Paris, even so that I had dreams about it, like going on Space Mm -hmm. Mountain. And I just knew I had an unfinished business. 
Medicine and Paris as I had dreams about it and I wanted to go back so badly. So I went, this was actually a family trip with a big family for my grandparents' uh, birthday, actually. We went with my parents, my sister, grandparents, uncle and aunt, grandparents, and my boyfriend. So yeah, and we had such a great time. And of course, I loved it so much. Um, a lot of there were a lot of things I didn't remember anymore because it had been uh -huh. eight years. And some things I was like, oh yeah, I remembered this, and it was all so nostalgic and so so magical. Your family that you went with, are they as big as Disney fans as you? Or are you just kind of the one that just like loves it just a little bit more than the rest of your family? I'm pretty much the only one, to be honest. Like <laughs> my my family does love Disney. They love watching the movies. And my parents are more like going because of the atmosphere and like they love theme parks. Um, but I do share my love for Disney with my granddad from my mom's side as he um, he just loves fairy tales. And I think he was the one who introduced me to Disney. I think he was the, the first family member who like put on a Disney movie for me. I think it was either Snow White or Emperor's New Groove, I think. <laughs> Those are very <laughs> different movies. It's like the, I know. the original and then just like funky, like early 2000s, yeah. like fun Disney movie. <laughs> But he loves those. So I think it was either one of those that he started to like put off for me. Actually, not a lot of family members have that big of a love for Disney, to be honest. Yeah. So you stand out. But they, they love going and just going with you and stuff. But you're definitely yeah, the standout do. fan for sure. Definitely. Yeah. <laughs> awesome. And so you're with your whole family. And what in 2017, you guys all went. Yes. And I just fell in love like I said it was nostalgic but also magical and I got that feeling of like I love this place so much I also had my first character interactions and oh my goodness I just didn't want to leave mm -hmm. after the three days we got home and I think the next day I was like okay I have to go back uh, so for my birthday, which was a few months after that trip, like I was saving up to go again. But for my birthday, which was in 2018, February of 2018, I got a trip as a birthday present for my parents as they knew how much I wanted to go back. Oh my goodness. Yeah, that was amazing. Did you suspect that they were going to give it to you? Did you ask for it or was it like a complete surprise? It was a complete surprise because I was just saving up to go. So I didn't know that they were going to give me that present. I was completely overwhelmed. I, I even started crying, I think, Aww. when they gave me that. Like, yeah, I really did, as I didn't expect it at all. I was just like, okay, I'm just saving up, and when I have the money, I will go. And suddenly, they gave me that as a present. So that was amazing, and I got to choose a date and a hotel. That's so wonderful. It was like best parents ever. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Then I went to Paris again um, in 2018. This was in September 2018. And I went two days with my boyfriend. And again, loved it. 
didn't want to leave. Mm-hmm. I think I sobbed when I had to leave. Aww. <laughs> and it was such a magical time. It was also still the 25th anniversary. And I don't know if you know, but Disneyland Paris may be small, but like their parties and events and everything going on, they kill it each time. So the 25th anniversary really was something and it was a whole vibe and I think that also got me into loving this in Paris as they just go all out for anything they do. Oh, that makes me so happy because next year will be the 30th. Yes, I'm so excited. Yeah, oh Monday is actually their 29th anniversary. Oh my goodness. Yes. That's so exciting. Um, I don't know at this point of the record release date, I don't know if I've shared this on the show, but I, I'm planning and saving to go to Disneyland Paris next year. <gasps> Because it is Disneyland Paris's 30th, and it will also be my 30th birthday because Disneyland Paris and I evolved in a 92, 1992. And so we'll both be celebrating our 30th. Disneyland Paris is a couple months older than me, but <laughs> I think it would be so cool to go there. And I, that gets me so excited because you said the celebrations are so grand and epic. So yes. that makes me really happy and even that much more excited because, you know, 30 is kind of a weird number, you know, like 50 and 100 are one thing but <laughs> yeah 30 is a weird number so I'm glad that they got excited for like the 25th and so I'm hoping the 30th is just as big yes oh my goodness you have to go um I've heard a little bit I can't say anything but I do know that it's going to be big and oh, hopefully if like the situation is all okay next year uh-huh. there will be a new parade new oh. new everything so oh, I really can't raid oh that'd be so great and then hopefully we could meet in person if the timing yes. I know you're not super close but the timing could hopefully work out where we can I meet hope in so person. too I love Disneyland Paris and I'm very excited for it because to me Disneyland Paris that is the real Sleeping Beauty castle I believe the one at Disneyland is like the travel size version like it's like <laughs> the little the little summer cottage home you know and then the Paris yeah. one looked like it was pulled directly from Sleeping Beauty's movie so it is is such a beautiful castle so detailed and like even the trees like on the left side of the castle they are inspired by the artwork of Sleeping Beauty and you never see square trees anywhere you know so the detail and even the trees on the side of the castle are amazing and then the glass stained windows inside the castle I need to see that in person there are underrated though like each time I go up in the castle because you can go inside and you can go up the stairs and you can see like walk through it or uh, watch the um like the windows and there's like the story of Sleeping Beauty when you walk through it actually like up in the castle oh my goodness I've seen like one or two pictures of it from friends that have been but I need to see that in person because it looks absolutely incredible it really is and we have a dragon underneath so I know a real dragon I, I love Maleficent <laughs> you, you're yeah. a big fan of Rapunzel and whatnot yes. and I love Aurora so this is this will be great <laughs> well if we are go, if I'm going when you are going we have to bounce our favorite characters oh of course naturally <laughs> <laughs> I love that. Okay, sorry, we got a little sidetracked, but back to your story. So you were there for the 25th. Yes. 
So um, at 2018, when I was going for two days with my boyfriend, it was still the 25th. I think it was the last weekend of the 25th. But that was so amazing that I just, I sobbed when I had to go home. I didn't want to go home. So I just knew that I had to go back again. But this time I just had to get an annual pass. Ah, I just had to. I needed it so badly as I just couldn't, I had to go multiple times like I have to as it started to become that stage where I'm like, I cannot live without this park anymore. Like, this is my happy place. I have to be here like multiple times a year just for me and my mental health (laughs) I just for sure you need to experience that magic multiple times a year of course it is something that a lot of us just need so yeah I decided next time when I'm going I'm going to get an annual pass and that happened (laughs) so a few months later I actually decided to go on a birthday trip with again my boyfriend my best friend and her boyfriend and this was in February 2019 so I think it was like five months apart from the trip I had in 2018 Mm -hmm. and this was a four-day trip the longest trip I have ever been to or ever did because mm-hmm. this in Paris, to be honest, you don't need a whole week to get around. I mean, you do because it's always nice. I lo- I would love to go like a week or more. I just never did. But yes. four days <laughs> was the longest I've ever been to the park. So I did a little bit of research before going because I wanted to get an annual pass and treat myself for my birthday by getting an annual pass so I did a little bit of research I knew what I wanted so we got to Disneyland Paris and the first thing we did was actually go to City Hall which is at Main Street and there I picked up my birthday badge because it was my birthday trip and my birthday was like three days after and it was all my birthday trips I had to get a birthday badge and the cast members were so lovely. They handed me my badge, and they even uh, my friends even got free badges as well. Aww. So yeah, they were so cute. And that's where the, all the pixie dust moments began, like getting that badge and all the cast yeah. members like congratulating you. Because once you have that button, like a lot of cast members start to congratulate you for your birthday and. That is just so magical. Yes, you just kind of walk through the park a little bit taller, just like, dee, 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 dee. <laughs> yeah, a little bit. <laughs> so after that, we decided to do some rides, just walk around the park. And around noon, we decided to go to Bureau Pass Annuel or the um, annual pass desk where you can get your annual pass extended and kind of like an information center, which is located in the middle of Disneyland Paris Uh, it's right next to the castle so we go up and we go in and we immediately get greeted by the most nice amazing cast members and one cast member uh, came up to us and helped us with the process of making my annual pass so she was busy with filling everything in and she was so funny as well 
And then she suddenly noticed my Disney button, like my um, birthday button. Mm -hmm. So, of course, she wished me a happy birthday. And she suddenly picked up a phone and she dialed in some numbers. And oh. I, I thought she was just going to call another cast member, you know. Yeah. But she suddenly handed the phone to me. Oh. And I was like, okay, this is strange. What is this Hello? going to be? <laughs> and I picked up the phone and she was like, hey, there's, some, there's someone on the phone for you. <laughs> so, <laughs> I was like, okay. So I picked up the phone and I held it to my ear. And little did I know, but it was the main mouse himself, Mickey. Yeah, so Mickey was on the phone and he congratulated me for my birthday in his cute little voice. I cannot do that, but it cannot do his voice. But it was something like, oh, happy birthday. I hope you're having a magical birthday. And there was so much more he was saying, but I was so overwhelmed that I can't remember everything that he said. <laughs> I was just done. I would, I would be the same way too. <laughs> It was totally unexpected and it was such a magical moment. Like getting a birthday message from Mickey, it was really awesome. Yes. Oh my goodness. And like it, the cast member didn't have to do that. She could have just been like, be bop boop, here's your annual pass, be on your way. But yes. she like took an extra moment to make it a little extra magical for you. Yes. And she even gave us more magic. She picks picked <gasps> us with some more things. Oh my goodness. So that wasn't the only thing. Uh, so after getting my annual pass ready and uh, while my annual pass was like printing at the back, like all my um, information on it like mm -hmm. printing that on it she got like a voucher that they only give to people for special occasions mm -hmm. and she was like okay here's a voucher uh you can choose a gift for your birthday so you can choose like either a balloon a keychain an autograph book soft drink or ice cream what that is so cool yeah it is so cool like i didn't even know that cast members could hand these out to guests yeah so i was like what what is happening what are you doing <laughs> um but yeah everything was going so quickly that i didn't even know what to pick yeah you're still like catching your breath from talking to mickey and that excitement and then she hands you a voucher and you're like wait what like this just yeah. keeps getting better and better <laughs> Exactly. So she was like listing everything I could choose and I didn't know what to choose as everything was going so fast and I was like so overwhelmed and I was like, um, um, just, just take an ice cream. Ice cream is okay. <laughs> just like food. I need food now. Yes. <laughs> so, um, she not only gave us a voucher for one ice cream for me, but she actually gave us a voucher for four ice creams. So also for all my friends. Oh, how so, sweet. Yeah, that was so sweet. So I didn't not only leave the annual pass desk with an annual pass, but I also left with a message from Mickey and a voucher for ice cream. That was just such a magical moment. And I wish I knew the cast member's name. I always forget to look at their name tags, <laughs> yes. but uh, I was so thankful and grateful for that moment as I will never forget it. It's of course my first annual pass, but also everything around it and all the magic that that cast member made for us was beyond 
my dreams, like I would say. Yes, you're already so excited to be there for your birthday, have all your friends there, which is amazing. And then, you know, get your annual pass and like that would have already been a pretty awesome day. But then all the other add-ons that got to happen because of wonderful cast member, like, oh, well, well, that's a pretty amazing birthday. And you've had an annual pass since, correct? Like you um, always renewed? Yes, I always renewed. Um, I renewed once. That was last year um, in February, so before lockdown. And I still have that annual pass. And the funny thing is that um, because the park is now closed, Disneyland Paris, Paris stops the annual passes until they open again. Perfect. Yes, it, it is an amazing system. So it just goes on and you, of course, get all the months that you've lost. It will add to your annual pass later on so the funny thing is i have my annual pass for a year now like the one i renewed um i have that one for a year and that one is still active until november 2022 oh my goodness (laughs) that is incredible so you have quite a long time to have to get it renewed again so that's exactly (laughs) (laughs) yeah it is so funny too um that it, I will have that annual pass for like over two years. That's crazy. That is so cool. Like it, it annual pass, the annual is one year and you have yeah. it for double annual. That's your to be double annual pass. Something <laughs> like that. Yeah. Yes. That is such a fun story. And this probably just like solidified your love of Disney and yes. how it made you feel and stuff. Yes. Cause it's one of the few pixie dust moments as they call it. Like when a cast member's cast member goes beyond and above for a guest it was amazing but there's like another cast member who also gave me a magical moment and that was also on this trip so that was two days later and we went to eat it was like the night before my birthday and we decided to have our dinner at Frente del Oro that's a Mexican restaurant at Frontierland it's my favorite I love Mexican food so (laughs) I love that restaurant and I ordered my food and while waiting, a lovely cast member saw my birthday button, like the one at the annual pass desk did. Mm -hmm. And she, of course, wished me a happy birthday and we talked a bit about our favorite movies and characters while waiting for my food. And when my food got there, she handed me a free hot chocolate. Yeah, it's in the little things that make your trip or your birthday or your magical moment so special. You just had the best birthday trip. Have you had a good trip like that good since then? Or is that kind of like the top memory for sure? There have been a lot more, I think. I think there's always been something like memorable about each trip I go on. Like, uh, for example, last year I went for my birthday again. And we got to meet Olaf, which is very rare at Disneyland Paris. Like, Olaf was rare. He never did meets until now. He got his own little meeting spot. And I got to meet him for the first time last year for my birthday. And he actually got to get all the cast members and people in line uh, singing happy birthday for me. So, yeah, just being with Olaf again, like I said, Frozen is one of my favorite movies. Um, I think my second favorite movie. So having having Olaf 
like singing and all the cast members around you singing happy birthday for you that was also a magical moment yes I'm pulling your picture up and you did full Elsa with Bruni on your shoulder like yes that is so cute I love the backdrop too it's yeah, from it's like, Frozen and, too. Yeah, Enchanted Forest, because they only started doing these meets at the end of 2019, I think. So it was right after Frozen 2 came out. So they did a backdrop of Frozen 2, the Enchanted Forest, which is so lovely. It gives like a nice purple touch to it, which I love. Definitely. And Olaf is just such a fun character to me. And that just probably like solidified like everything just like oh Olaf come here buddy (laughs) yeah he was the cutest (laughs) fantastic (laughs) well thank you so much Mimi for coming on you were a terrific guest and it is so incredibly cool to talk to somebody all the way in Europe to be on this podcast so thank you for taking the time and doing this with me well thank you that I got to do this it was such an amazing and fun experience I really loved it oh my goodness well you have a lovely day and we will definitely keep in touch and hopefully we can meet in person in Disneyland Paris of course I hope so hope you guys enjoyed Mimi's story. It was so great having her on, calling all the way from Belgium, which I think is so cool. If you guys enjoyed the show and want to help us out, if you could go over to Apple Podcasts to leave a review, it truly helps us podcast out and grow for other people to discover us. On our next episode is another Disneyland Paris story. Since Disneyland Paris is finally reopening after a very long time of opening and closing due to the pandemic. So stay tuned for Thursday's episode. And if you have a magical moment that you would like to share, please go to justsomemagic.com and click on the share your magic button. I can't wait to read all of your stories. But until next time, bye.